before we begin, I just want to send a little disclaimer and apology because the audio in this podcast is very wacky. And it's because when this was recorded, I totally forgot to turn off the air conditioner. So there's kind of white noise and I'm so sorry. And I'm listening to it back now, but I really do like some of the things that I said in this episode. So instead of re-recording it and kind of having more scripted answers or trying to repeat what I said, I am going to keep this, but I do apologize for the wacky audio and uh, I'm embarrassed, but so sorry. And (laughs) next week will be better. I promise. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OK Yup, or welcome if it's your first time joining me. Um, I'm in a really good mood right now, and it's late at night. Okay, it's not late at night. It's 9.39, but for me, that's been very late lately because, as I mentioned last week, I have a very messed up sleeping schedule right now, and it has not improved. Actually, it's gotten worse, and every day last week, I woke up at around 3 a.m. every every day. And then I worked from eight to four. So it was a long day. It was a long week. And one day, like I think every day, it was usually three, maybe four, and I wouldn't go back to sleep. But on Thursday, I woke up at 2.50 and didn't go back to sleep. And I feel like sometimes when I don't get sleep, or like if I wake up in the middle of the night, and I can't go back to sleep. I get stressed out and I'll like cry or like I'll get like super flustered. But lately I've just been like, well, this is my new life now. <laughs> so I'm determined to this week to get more than four hours of sleep a night and to really like try, like I really want to try to go to sleep and like make my sleeping environment good. And also when you do wake up in the middle of the night, I'm so hungry. So lately I've been keeping a little snack on my nightstand, but yeah, I it's been very wacky lately and I've been a little confused, but that's life sometimes. And even this weekend, I went away with friends and I was like, oh, maybe because it's the weekend and I'll be like busy with friends all day. Like, um, and like, I don't need to wake up to an alarm. I'll just sleep. Nope, I woke up at five. And honestly, when I woke up at five, the first night, I went to bed probably at like midnight and I was like, oh my gosh, I slept in. That was me waking up at five. I was like, wow, I got a full five hours of sleep. It's been so wild. But then on today when I woke up, I was like, I woke up at like five again. Oh, and also yesterday I was able to go back to sleep, which is good. Not that anyone cares, but that I need a little synopsis. And then today I originally woke up at five and I was like, okay, not too shabby. Till I realized I went to bed past two and I was like, wait a minute, that's actually not good. But I was able to go back to sleep till like eight, which is good. But yeah, trying to figure that out and trying to um, not fall apart because last Thursday um, on the 2.50, like the um, night where I woke up at 2.50 and couldn't go back to sleep the following day, I was a wreck and at work I was not a human being and that was definitely the day where like I reached my breaking point and I wasn't I wasn't like emotional I wasn't in like a state of crisis I was literally just like 
so out of it that I couldn't comprehend anything. And like every noise was so loud. And I had like an exhaustion headache. Like I was so tired to the point where I had a headache. Like it's like between my eyebrows, <laughs> like on my forehead, I get these exhaust exhaustion headaches. And it, it was just painful to be awake. And I, and I got home after work at like 4.15 and I slept until specifically 5.48 and then I woke up, had dinner, showered, and then went back to sleep or went back to bed at 8 but couldn't fall asleep till 10. And then the next day I woke up at, I think, 3 but then fell back asleep until like 6 or something. So that took a while and I don't really know the purpose of me sharing that but that's a little um, update on how my sleep schedule's been going. If you listen to the last podcast, because I kind of briefly mentioned that, but I think I was cautiously optimistic in that one about improving my sleep schedule. And you know, we're gonna go into this week cautiously optimistic too. Um, but actually, I've been doing very well lately and I'm, I feel a little bit like a weight's been lifted off my shoulders because I feel like in the beginning of the summer, I was always so anxious and so tense. And it was almost like emotionally exhausting, but I feel like in the past, week or two I've it's gotten a lot better and it feels awesome so I'm hoping that that sticks um but the positive thing that happened today was I well it's kind of this whole weekend but it went into today as I went away with friends and it was a super fun weekend and I was it was so nice to see everyone and I haven't seen some of them in a pretty long time so it was it was really nice we went to we went up north and did some hiking and found some like river water like pretty places and just hung out and it was a lot of fun. Um, the in, the international day that it is, well, I guess even they're all national. So for people in the United States, it's national. Oh, for Sunday, July 11th. So basically, when you hear this it's probably, it's not going to be the same thing, but maybe I'll look up tomorrow too, because that's when some most people are going to be hearing it. So first I'll do today. So it's National Cheer Up the Lonely Day, which is kind of cute, National Blueberry Muffin Day, and National 7-Eleven Day. Duh, because July 11th, 7-Eleven. And I heard that maybe, possibly, 7-Eleven does free um, slushies, and I missed it, but also they're like a dollar anyway, so I can just buy another one another day. What's more for the for the mems? Um, but tomorrow, July twelfth, is National Simplicity Day. So I don't really know what that means, but there you go. Um, today we're going to be talking about love languages because this is something that really fascinates me, and I'll kind of explain more about this, but. I feel like a lot of people are pretty familiar with about love languages, but if not, it's kind of like how you receive love, how you give love, and it doesn't just have to be dating, it's friendships and family and whatever type of relationship you're in, um, and just how you best have love in your life, and again, whether it's receiving or giving, but there are multiple ways, and I just thought I would dive into that and analyze my own, and maybe um, talk about if I agree with my results because there's online quizzes and tests that you can do to um, find your results and so I'm going to be sharing that and then sharing if I agree with that so 
let's get started, shall we? All right, so to start off, there are five, I believe, types of love languages. And these are receiving gifts, physical touch, words of affirmation, acts of service, and quality time. So kind of what all these mean is physical touch is when you show or, re or receive love best by like hugging or even just like touching someone like in a playful banter or any other type of affectionate thing. Like you best feel love when physical touch is involved. Um, I'm sorry, I skipped over receiving gifts. Um, but also receiving gifts is when you best, if someone is to surprise you with a gift or surprise you with something they made or whatever it might be, that's how you feel loved the most. And Or vice versa, if, if your love language is receiving gifts, maybe to show you love someone, you'll make them something or buy them something or whatever it might be, but it's all, it's more centered around the act of gift giving. So words of affirmation is more like validating, I feel like in a sense, and it's affirming someone's love to you or friendship or um, support or whatever it might be, but it's more like that verbal um, affirmation. Acts of service, I think is more like, oh, I'll go grocery shopping for you or I'll do this for you, or let me go detail your car. Like stuff that is helpful, that's an active service that is just helpful to you. And again, all these are interchangeable. So like it can either be you, if this is how you show your love to someone, you do these, or if you feel the most love when you receive these. Um, and the last one's quality time. So just being in someone's presence and spending a day with them or having a date or um, having a really nice evening with someone and just spending quality time. That's another love language. So let me share my results. So it, it, it gives percentages. So at 0% is receiving gifts. And I'm going to, after I'll read all these, I'll kind of analyze it. Um, physical touch is 13%. Words of affirmation is 37%, acts of service is 20%, and quality time is 30%. So my highest is words of affirmation and my lowest is receiving gifts. So I'll go through um, each of these and I'll save words of affirmation for the last since that was my um, biggest one. So kind of go in order here, but receiving gifts was 0%. And I don't entirely agree with this because although I'm not a very materialistic person or I don't really care about gifts or like when it's my birthday or if it's Christmas, I've kind of got into a stage in my life where I don't need anything and I don't want anything. And it's not something that I really like, obviously everyone loves a gift, but it's not something that I'm too specific or choosy about. And so I think for a lot of the questions, it was up against something that was more, it was always like a, would you, the question on the test that I took was like, would you, would you feel the most loved if someone said this or if someone gave you this? So like, it's kind of like that. So I think always when it was up against something, I just chose the other thing because that's what I felt more. But I'm not necessarily feeling that that category should be 0% because 
if someone is to surprise me with a gift that I'm not expecting or just super meaningful, or today actually me and my mom were going through our family's jewelry and rings because that's something that's very important to my family. And I was getting like excited seeing the ones that were gonna potentially go to me and the ones that like, I was kind of choosing for myself and it just had a lot of meaning behind it. And I felt like, I don't know, that was something that I, that it was really important to me. And so I don't feel like receiving gifts is at 0%, but it's definitely not that high for me. The physical touch is 13%. And to that, I, I would pretty much agree with. I think for, it kind of depends what the other person is radiating. And so in a friendship, if I'm not, with an, if I'm not hanging out with an affectionate friend, I'm most likely not going to be super touchy. But if I'm with a more touchy friend, then I might be like giving them hugs more or like playfully like hitting them or whatever it might be. And so I think that one's very much based off of what other people project on me. And that's kind of how I navigate physical touch. And then in a relationship, I'm definitely very reserved and hesitant in public. And then again, I kind of feel the vibes of like what the other person is um, projecting and kind of like what they're, I don't know how I put this, but like, I don't know. I try to match the level within my own comfort, of course, but like, I don't want to, I get nervous of boundaries sometimes. So I think that 13% is very valid for me because it's something that I always, I love a good hug and I appreciate hugs and especially like with my friends that love to give hugs and love to do all that. Like, I appreciate that so much, but I'm not necessarily like, I'm not the one that says people that's like, I'm a hugger. So like, it's very important to me, but I'm not surprised that it's not one of the highest ones. And if people, and that's not my way of showing someone that I love them. And even, and I think vice versa, like if someone is super touchy with me, I that's not like my love language to receive. Um, the next one is acts of service. So this is like the, um, I feel more favors in a way, not favors, but like, maybe like, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, like acts of service. So like, like I mentioned earlier, like potentially running errands for someone or cleaning something for someone or like, I don't, I don't know, just something in, in that regard. And I do appreciate this a lot. And I think, I feel like this is something that I like to do for other people. And I love like surprising someone with a type of active service, or, like cleaning something for someone or organizing something for someone that they weren't expecting or something like that. Like, I feel like that is a way that I show my love for someone. And I love, I love like making someone smile in that regard by like, surprising them. And then I do appreciate when people also kind of help me out if I'm struggling and need something off my plate and they swoop in and help me. So I'm not surprised that that's at 20%. And then finally, oh, not finally. And then next is quality time, which is at 30%. Um, and I think this is very true because I love whether it's a friendship or my family or someone that I'm dating, just spending time with a person is very important to me. And I honestly think that this is a way that I give love the best is just being in someone's presence. And I love just like being there for someone and being in someone's vicinity and be 
being there to listen. I always say that like, I feel like I'm a pretty good listener and I do have my moments where I talk a lot. For Pete's sake, I have a podcast, but um, I do love just listening and being an ear for someone to talk to and kind of just being in someone's presence so they feel safe and not alone. And so I do love showing love that way. And I also love when people are there for me and can just spend quality time with me. And I feel like that's a good way to show that, like for me in my life, to, to me that shows that like I'm worth it, you know, because people are giving up their own time to spend time with me and time's such a precious thing. So when people give up their own time to fit me in it, I feel loved. And that's also what I want to do for other people. So whether it's like uh, a moment where they need to talk or if it's something that's just a fun day and going hiking or going to the beach or whatever it might be, I think that quality time is definitely up there for me. And I honestly think it's probably closer to first place than my results are. But um, in first place is words of affirmation at 37%. And I've, this is something I've kind of struggled with because I think for a while I didn't want it to be my first thing and I still kind of am like that, but the, I'm kind of explaining my thought process thought process. So as we all know, I struggle with anxiety and being very anxious and I'm an insecure person and I'm, I have low self-esteem and I feel sometimes like if I'm validated, that makes me more confident and it makes me feel seen or it makes me feel not alone. And it's those verbal validations, but I also don't want to rely on other people's words to feel good about myself. And that's something I'm navigating right now. And I think I'm getting to a better place where I don't need people's affirmations to know that I'm loved and to know that I'm important. And I think it also a misconception is affirmations and compliments aren't the same thing. Like someone's telling me that I'm a good friend or I am important to them is so meaningful but someone telling me that like they like my outfit or they they like what i do with my hair they think that i'm pretty or they think that i'm funny or they think that like whatever it is um i'm also not saying that those are just examples of classic compliments that's not i wasn't being like i'm pretty <laughs> oh gosh um <laughs> but like that's not entirely my words of affirmation. And maybe that's someone else's words of affirmation is compliments, but personally I get more comfortable with compliments than um, I want to be, but it's more the, it's more, I feel like on a relationship level, the affirmation rather than myself. So for example, if I was dating someone and they were to say that like, we're in a good spot and we're they feel safe with me and they feel good about the relationship, that would mean so much more to me than them telling me that I'm like, that I'm funny or that I'm, or that I'm whatever. Like, you know, I feel like my words of affirmation, um, love language is more centered around me and my relationship with whoever it's with, you know? So maybe for some people it's more individualized, but 
I think just as an insecure lady, um, it's I'm always nervous about my relationships and maintaining them and staying secure in them. And so I think that's where the affirmation comes in in that aspect. Also, that was definitely gibberish, and I'm so sorry, but I I'm kind of talking out I'm kind of thinking out loud as I talk about this. Um, but I'm so sorry if that made zero sense at all, because honestly saying it out loud, I didn't even know what I was saying, and I was the one thinking it. <laughs> but kind of going back to me saying that like I was kind of not wanting words of affirmation to be my number one, or kind of in denial, and I'm not going to lie, like, yeah, sometimes I wish that like I was, like physical touch was my number one, or quality time was my number one, but also I... The reason why there's percentages is because we all kind of demonstrate love languages in varied amounts. So just because words of affirmation is above like physical touch doesn't mean that I don't express or receive love at all in physical touch. So it's there's no right or wrong or only answer to love languages and how we tackle that. And there's also not a superior one or an inferior one. And I think that even if, like I was saying, my words of affirmation can be so much different than someone else's words of affirmation and somebody else's receiving gifts is different than somebody else's receiving gifts. So like, even though there's five um, categories of love languages, there's so many components of it. There's so many specifics on how we actually Kind of go about that and feel safe and comfortable receiving or um, accepting that no sorry receiving or giving that <laughs> and i'm also working on kind of not relying on words of affirmation to feel loved and to know i'm loved without those words of affirmation because like i said i'm a very insecure person and so hearing those words of affirmation makes me feel better but also i know that I'm coming to kind of a new um, enlightenment um, path where right now I'm really coming to, what's the word? What's the word? Coming to a realization that I'm loved even if someone doesn't say it to me every day, you know? And that sounds kind of sad and like, like dark. And I don't mean it like that, but like, I don't tell someone I love, I don't necessarily tell someone I love them every day, but when I do, it's meaningful, but it doesn't mean that I don't not love people in my life, you know? And so I try to reverse that on myself and say like, even though I'm not always getting validated or affirmed, it doesn't mean that I'm not important to people. And I know that and I'm very much like, I think that's why I felt very free and like I've been overcoming this obstacle and that's why I felt so great the past couple of weeks and I've kind of understood my the words of affirmation part of my love languages because it's definitely very prominent in my life but now I think I'm able to understand it more and I think the one that I kind of I think I kind of show too so words of affirmation I think is what I that's how I best receive love. Same with quality time. But I think the two that I give love is words of affirmation 
and quality time and a little bit of access service. Um, but I really try to validate people and affirm people when I feel the moment is right and when I feel the, um, that I really want to say something, I have the urge to say something. Again, which for me, that's different than a compliment. I will compliment people whenever I feel that too, but they're just very different to me. And then acts of service, like I mentioned earlier, I love doing favors for people, surprising people with ways that maybe they needed help running errands or doing something. And I love just helping people that way and showing love that way. And like I mentioned before, quality time. I just, I love listening. I love talking. I love just being in people's presence and making that connection because being in the same vicinity as someone and having a genuine conversation is the best way to get to know someone and to make someone feel important and loved. It's not the best, but it's one of, for me, that's how I best show it to people. And these are just my results and these are just how I view each one. And there's no, like I said, there's no right one. There's no wrong one. There's no superior, inferior love language. They're all just different. And that's kind of the beauty of it is because if we all, if everybody was, if everybody's love language was words of affirmation and that's how they received and gave love, then life would probably be pretty boring. And we probably wouldn't be compatible because everyone would constantly be needing some validation. Same with receiving gifts. If everybody's love language was receiving gifts or and giving gifts, then we'd all be very mature. Like we'd all probably get have a very cluttered lifestyle. <laughs> like I think we need to have, it's good that everybody has a different love language and at different levels and at different variances because that's what makes us compatible with different people and it's what makes us so unique, which is the beautiful thing about relationships, both platonic and romantic. And the cool thing about love languages is these can always be changing, you know, like at some points in my life, maybe I do better with receiving gifts than I do at other points in my life. Or maybe at some points in my life, I'm better at receiving and giving physical touch than at other points. Like it's always changing. And that's also a beautiful thing is that it's not concrete or set in stone. And we're always kind of figuring out how we're compatible with people. And yeah, and kind of like I mentioned earlier with um, kind of playing off the energy that other people give off, that's another cool thing is it can vary per person. I know that some people, maybe it's physical touch. Maybe some people it's acts of service. Maybe some people it's words of affirmation. It's different how I receive and receive and give it per person. And that's kind of the beautiful thing is that we all have these individual relationships with so many people in our lives because, and there's not one is better than the other. So it shows that love can be equal, but different, you know? I feel like it's been cool to explore the different love languages and it explains a lot because it explains why all my friendships are so unique, which is cool. And it shows why each boyfriend I've had has been so unique and why each family member and my connection with them is so unique. And that's kind of a beautiful thing. And I encourage you all to um, take this test I'm not sure the exact one that I took, but if you literally look up love language test, you'll, you'll find 
what to do and you'll get your results. And it's cool to deep dive into and kind of see if you agree or disagree and maybe how it applies to your life and if it's based on you receiving or you giving. So it is definitely cool to explore. But thank you all so much for listening. Again, I'm so sorry for the mess of audio. I am, I can't believe, I literally, I came in here, I turned on my air conditioner because my room was freaking hot and then I completely forgot to turn it off and I meant to do it before I hit record and, but that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. And just like that, we are reaching a half hour and 10, 12, which means it's almost bedtime for me. <laughs> and I'll keep you updated on um, my sleep schedule. And oh, oh, also, if you listened to my podcast last week about social media, um, I am having a healthier relationship with it lately, or at least this past week has been a healthier relationship um, and feeling confident myself and not needing to rely on social media or compare myself to social media. So if if anyone was up was wondering about an update of that or they wanted me to check in about that, that's um that's also been a thing. So um yeah, but thank you all so much for listening. If you need to reach out to me and you don't know me personally, feel free to email the podcast at okyuppodcast at gmail.com and I post every Sunday so that you have a podcast ready for a Monday morning commute to work or school or that morning run. But um, so if it's not up for Sunday morning, just know that it comes out on Sunday, basically for Monday. So um, yeah, be on the lookout for that for next week. And um, I hope you all have a beautiful week and keep thriving. I'm rooting for you all and join me next time on OK Up.